Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Eight o'clock hour Woo! on a hump day. Hump day. Still looking messy out there. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. My buddy sent me a photo. He lives in Oklahoma, so he sent me a video of his farm. It's just nasty but it looks just like that but way way worse way way worse why is it worse because it's closer it's more rain oh wow what a different weather just close angle more rain everything's everything's more rain bad yeah be careful out there thanks for cutting off my mic Peyton. be careful out there this morning because uh when i left i saw oh like i passed like three accidents on the way in here on 35 frankel and Frankel, Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and our Cowboys insider Bobby Bell. Let's update you on what's happening around the rest of the NFL. Could Kellen Moore, RJ brought this up last night, could Kellen Moore be out of a job after the latest Jim Harbaugh reports in Los Angeles? It does not appear so. There is a tweet out there. Uh, Now, this, again, this could be not a real website, uh, but... This tweet said, "What's the website?" It's it's a it's not a website. It's a it's a Twitter handle at Michigan Nation. It's a Michigan fan site. Okay. Uh, per sources with the Chargers, they are willing to give into Jim's demands and actually retain Kellen Moore at his request. Okay. So so that I don't know if why don't you just tell us what you sent last night? So that's first. that's one thing, but the other thing is is what if Jim comes in there? And doesn't want Kellen Moore, right? Because didn't you say the initial thought was he's bringing his Michigan OC? He's bringing, bringing a lot. Of, well, the, the Michigan OC is going to be the head coach. They think, but he's Sharon bringing a lot Moore. of staff, quarterback coaches, and 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 he's bringing uh, you know tight ends coaches and stuff. He's bringing a lot of his staff, uh, and there's also thought he's bringing Greg Roman, right? Greg Roman. The disgraced Ravens guy. The, right. the difference in Baltimore, everyone thinks this year, is Todd Monken. Yeah. The Georgia, right? The former Georgia OC. Yep, Todd Monken. And Greg Roman was there, and Harbaugh would be interested in him? Yeah. Well, wasn't Greg with him in San Fran? I believe so, yeah. So that's part of it. So if he brings Greg Roman, he's not going to keep Kellen Moore. So I wouldn't think, unless he's going to demote Kellen, and Kellen will be on his current contract in a demoted role. But yeah, Greg Roman was with him at Stanford and San Francisco. Okay. So there's conflicted reports here on what they might do. But let's just say that <laughs> the report of him bringing his staff along with him, his son Jay, and Greg Roman, my assumption is that Kellen is gone. Well, two days ago before the, I think it was the Bears hired Shane Waldron, they had requested to interview Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, and the Chargers blocked it. And so the Chargers clearly don't want him making a lateral move right now, or at the very least, they want to hold on to him in the event that their coach wants him. And so 
They're not so quick to just say right. we're moved on from Kellen Moore right now. Right. But okay, so let's just Isn't it amazing how we've gotten to a point where the organizations are just going to keep the coordinators even while bringing in head different head coaches when you think it's your staff, you hire everyone and Jerry Jones and others are like, "No, we like this guy. We love Jason Garrett. Uh condition of taking this job is Garrett is your OC." Same thing with Kellen Moore. Condition of taking this job is now maybe Mike wanted Kellen. I don't know, but it just seems like, yeah. hey, we're keeping these assistants here no matter what. There was an insane note after Brian Callahan got hired by the um, the Titans uh, away from the offensive coordinator job with the Bengals that since the 2022 offseason, every single offensive coordinator job has changed in the NFL. What? Crazy. There's, there's not a single offensive coordinator that's had the job longer than the 2022 offseason. In the league? In the entire NFL. Off, there has not been an offensive coordinator in the same spot since 2022? Nope. There's nobody who had a job in 21 as an offensive coordinator that still has that job today. Yeah. That's an, I mean, that's an indictment on the league. That is a tremendous problem. Well, it's also, it, yes, it is. It also means that a lot of offensive coordinators are getting promoted. It yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. And, I mean, that's what happened with Brian Callahan. But also, I mean, there's not. 32 jobs turn it over. Like, I mean, it's there. There's clearly a lot of changeover and impatience. Yep. Yeah. So like we are late in the year in the, uh, in the hiring process or, you know, middle late would Kellen find work if he was moved on as an OC. And if the answer is no, like, let's just say Bill gets the Atlanta job. I assume Bill has somebody in mind he would bring in. Maybe he must bring Josh Matt, McDaniels. Matt Patricia. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah probably Josh some did. linebackers right. coach that he would then have called but offensive Josh players. McDaniels makes sense. Right? It makes sense there. Yeah, it sounds like Kellen would get work. Uh, he's never going to come back here with Mike, but uh, let's see what happens with Harbaugh and that staff. He did quit after all. He was not fired. Despite Mike Tannenbaum, I think it was the other day, trying to say, yeah, it was a success. Mike McCarthy fired him for a reason. Well, he didn't fire him. Again, he quit. That needs to that's revisionist history. Kellen Moore quit. Are the Cowboys looking correct about staying away from the hire I wanted in Bill Belichick? Because this Atlanta Falcons thing has reportedly cooled down. Why isn't this done? The greatest coach of all time is out there. Arthur Blank is obsessed with the big fish. Two interviews. Why isn't this done? And the thought is that Atlanta wants to do their due diligence on other people. Or maybe Bill is doing what Bobby suggested other coaches do, sit out a year and see what happens then. And maybe possibly, as Boomer Esiason brought up, the New York football giants. Yep, Boomer said that. A couple of other people have said that too. You know, wait it out. Dayball is going to be in a basically a lame duck year. And with the roster they have and the quarterback they have, there ain't no chance he's going to rebound from that one. Because that's his perfect landing spot to end it. That's it. Well, from a from an organizational standpoint, just like with from the, the prestige and yeah, from the sure. storybook, right? Um, it's the Giants. It is, but um, you know, but he, he he didn't want the New York media. According to Mike Florio, he doesn't want a big right. media spot. Well, the Giants are a small media market; like they <laughs> they barely get any attention. Uh, you know, I I just uh, man, it's I can't imagine a guy in his early seventies wanting to take time off and come back. Man, you know what I mean? Like, it's like if you're gonna go, like Bill's got limited time left to coach. I, I can't. Let's gonna be Joe Paterno coaching he's ninety. I don't see that happening. It's it is interesting to think about though. Like, if you are a high profile head coach and you look at these openings, it would make sense to take a year off and see what happens in a lot of these jobs because next off season might be as big of an off season of changes as this was. 
Let's look at just next year heading into it. Who seems like they're really on the hot seat? Okay. Nick Sirianni, Philadelphia. That's a prestigious job. As much as the Giants have struggled, being the head coach of the New York Giants is still an intriguing job. Dallas Cowboys. All three in the East. Buffalo Bills. McDermott will be on the hot seat. You have a chance potentially to have the Josh Allen job open up. That they decided McDermott's back, by the way. Uh, I mean, he's been giving press conferences. Brandon Means talked about he doesn't want to blow things up. He wants to stay committed. So I, I it right. sounds like he is. Oof. Jets, Salah's going to be what on the Bill, hot seat. Yeah, Bill's, imagine if Bill's cooling on Atlanta on the off chance he gets Buffalo. That'd be great. I mean, Sala with the Jets, the other New York job, that'd be big. You've got two coaches who have threatened retirement recently that would be big jobs. Pittsburgh and the Rams, if McVay and Tomlin decide after next Woo. year it's time to walk away. Like, I mean, wow. it would make sense, I think, if you're a big-time head coach of like, hey, let's not commit to anything. Let's sit out of here, see what happens, because one or, one or two of these is probably going to be open for me next year. So that's the latest uh, around the head coaching news. The Eagles continue to blow people out. Patricia gone. Sean Desai gone. Offensive uh, coordinator gone. They interview Cliff Kingsbury as a possibility to be the new OC there. Does that scare anybody whatsoever that he can get Jalen Hurts right again like Shane Steichen did? Yeah, what it, what it, I, well, and I mean, look, he also, he had a hand, obviously, in some of Caleb Williams' development. He's been there with Lincoln Riley, helping out there for the last year at USC. And so, I mean, you look at the way he's helped develop guys, that, I mean, absolutely is something so that... Does this does this Belichick cooling off period make you feel better? I know you were never the biggest fan of him coming here, Bobby, but should it make the Cowboy fans that wanted him here, like me, feel better? The rest of the league isn't tripping over and falling over themselves, and he's not signed up somewhere. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah, it should. I mean, like I, at the end of the day, yeah, is he is he a uh, is he? I mean, look, we all think he's he's a great coach, but I mean, he showed he went four and thirteen this year. You know, and he went four thirteen with a first round quarterback. Like it, so there there are there are issues. He he butchered. I mean, butchered the offensive coordinator situation last year. Yeah, butchered it. Not just last year. It's been something that he he's been accused of butchering for a couple of years. This year was fine. Bill, I'm not going to complain about Bill O'Brien. Yeah, but there was a that article about philosophies. Yeah, yeah. He hired a, a respectable name. But they couldn't get on the same page about what to do, which is odd because he was there before. <laughs> yeah, with Tom. Tom. Yeah, uh, and then and look, Bill did a great job at Penn State, a great job. That's one. That's one of the most underrated coaching jobs in the history of the college football. And then he did well in Houston. People are saying that the Kansas City Chiefs are already joining us in Vegas because the referee fix is in. Yes, it is the NFL. Man, they just don't care. The NFL- Wait, no, hang on. We can't have it both ways. This would not fit the script, right? It's red-purple. The Ravens have to be there. Unless- Ravens-San Fran. So now you can't give me the referee, the road ref to make this fit the script well, and we- get Kansas City there. They are red. They are red. And maybe Detroit will have an like alternate. <laughs> if you put black, which Did is their, alter- their alternate jersey's black. And they also wear blue, and black and blue together make. <laughs> How awesome would it be if the Lions actually had, like, black purple? And, black and blue don't make purple. Yeah, I think it does. I think it does. Does it not? No, it's red and blue. Whatever. It's the same thing. So so that's what it oh. would be. It's the Lions and 49ers together represent purple is what it there is. There you go. Whatever, man. I'm not, I'm not an artiste. <laughs> or uh, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, Georgia Ochoppy. 
So Start with blue paint, then add small amounts of black to get navy blue. Navy blue. Okay, navy and you're saying blue. red and what? Red, red and blue make purple? Red and blue make purple. Yeah, he's right. He's I can't right. believe he's we're right. doing this kindergarten. Mixing <laughs> red and blue. Well, give me a water bottle. Wheel. Give me a water bottle while you teach wheel. me. Color, color wheel, baby. But anyway, the uh, NFL- Kevin Gray texted me. Oh, you sound like an old man. That's why your generation's soft, Kevin. That's why you and your generation are soft. <laughs> yeah, that's there right. You go. That's why Amanda mocks me and doesn't think I'm funny. Yeah. You tell eat, your, eat your triscuits. Uh, so the NFL <laughs> has a sign. <laughs> Kids eat triscuits. Has a sign, Sean Smith. They have a sign, a sign, Sean Smith, to the Chiefs-Ravens game. Now, why is this a story? Well, the Chiefs are the road team. Do you care to guess... Which referee, head referee, has the highest winning percentage for road teams in the NFL? Dean Blandino. It's not Dean Blandino. (sighs) It is Sean Smith. Mm. Home teams win just 40% of the games in the last three years with Sean Smith as referee. The lowest win rate for any ref across the league. Home teams have won 55% of the games in that span. So that's 15% difference in win percentage on home road just with him as the official. Moreover, I've just wanted to use moreover in a sense. Uh-huh. Home teams in the last three seasons across the league have covered 49% of the games. With him, just 37%. Second lowest among all referees. If you go beyond that, like he ranks number one in road team winning percentage more than just the last three years. He also does since 2018. Good grief. Would this influence you betting in a way? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's a lot. Now, it would it would influence certain aspects of it, uh, like, uh, you know, Chiefs penalties over under. Okay. I don't know that I would do the over total uh, number of the game, but. That's a that's a big sample. No official should be allowed to have a home road slant like that. None. You should not be allowed to be an official and have a home road slant. But you know what? It won't matter because Baltimore's better. That's what ultimately is. This is going to come are. down to. They so, are. They, this I mean, is what happens. Baltimore is better. The Chiefs are the better quarterback, and that makes for an amazing game. Give me the top four in order that Vegas has to win it all. Bet online. Uh, Baltimore's last. Baltimore, San Francisco, Kansas City, Detroit. Incorrect. Uh, you were right, RJ, about the Lions being last. So, which means San Fran is one. Yes. And then Baltimore and Kansas City. Yes. Football expert RJ Choppy. San Fran, Baltimore, KC, and Detroit. Betting expert, not football expert, as I am 23 and 3 against the money line. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think I've got Vegas beat, you know? 877 881 1053 is the truckwreck.com. The way you so callously Callous. sip Callous. that C4 while saying yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's the none of my business Kermit meme. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Below the belt. <laughs> Coming up at 8.40, but we need to count down the top five moments of Adrian Beltre's career to celebrate his official selection to Cooperstown last night. We celebrate the great Beltre with his top five moments next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 3-0, Beltre is swinging and he hits a high drive to deep center field. Going back is Brantley, he turns, he looks, that ball is history. It's on Greens Hill, it's number 400 for Adrian Beltre. Globe Life Park in Arlington is on its feet. The Rangers have a 3-2 lead, and Adrian is in the 400 club. The call exclusively on your home of the World Series champs. That's us, and we'll continue to be with the radio extension deal that got worked out. Sean Treif, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Bell with you here on 105.3 The Fan. As last night, Adrian Beltre got 95% of the votes. 19 morons decided to keep him off of their <laughs> ballots, but he still got 95%, and he was the first one announced to the 2024 Hall of Fame class. He's going to go in alongside Joe Maurer and Todd Helton, Jim Leland as well. We count down from MLB.com, the top 10 moments of Adrian Beltre's career. If you have one that sticks out to you, let us know to celebrate the legendary third baseman at 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Number five, MLB debut with his first hit. June 24th, 1998, the first of 2,933 career regular season games. 19 years old, got called up with Tommy Lasorda. That's a ways back. That's a ways back right there. First big league at bat, faced Chuck Finley. Oh, man. RBI doubled down the left field line. I haven't heard that name in a while. Wasn't he he married to Tawny Katane? I believe he was. Was it him or Mark Langston? I think it was Chuck Finley. Maybe both. Number four, the tricycle. August 3rd, 2015. Cycle watch. Early in the second inning, he already hit for a triple and a double, followed with a single in the third, giving him ample time to hit a homer, which he did in the bottom of the fifth. So he became just a fourth player in history to hit for three cycles. Wow. And he was the first to do so since 1930. Three. He was also the eighth oldest player to notch a cycle 
at 36 years and 118 days of age. The cycle is the... I think it's far more impressive. I shouldn't say far more impressive. It's more rare than the no-hitter. More rare than the no-hitter. Is it? The no-hit, not the perfect game. No, 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 I know. So do you have to just have to look up number of cycles versus number of no-hitters to come up with this answer? That's what I'm going to do. do. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling good about your statement right I feel now? feel pretty good, yeah. I don't think we get a cycle every year, do we? I don't, uh, I don't I feel know. like we do. I think we do get a cycle every year. The perfect game is more rare. For I'm sure. going to I'm going to guess their cycle is more rare can, than by, the no-hitter. By, by the way, can we go and eliminate anything before 1900? So no. So you you I've got the I've got the results here. I can't like now like when you're they, asking me to like They didn't do, have fences. Which which uh, <laughs> which the the, the, the so triple both, the triple just happened. You're both going with Cycle is more rare than the no-hitter. Yeah. There but have the perfect been, game is more rare than all. There have Thanks, been chop. 322 no-hitters in the history of Major League Baseball. And there have been 344 cycles. Wow, it's about oh. the same. Okay. Yeah, but we were uh, wrong. Not, it's, it's 22 more. So you're wrong. That's, That's okay. That's still about the same in the, in the grand scheme of things. Sure. But yeah, I was wrong. But Number not. three, Beltre moment. Fall classic blast from one knee. I mean, this has got to be... Up there, right? This is the statue uh, hitting the home runs from one knee. And his first World Series homer came, trailing the Cardinals 2-1, Game 5, 2011, and he hit the low and outside breaking ball from Chris Carpenter deep into left. The globe went nuts, and the Rangers took a 3-2 series lead. He hit another big home run in Game 6, and then we can move on to the other memories. Okay? You know... 2023 will never cover over 2011. 2011 for the Mavericks it never covers over 2006 for the Mavericks. It just it sucks to sit there and think back about it. It doesn't cover it up, but what it does is it just like it's a make good. But he didn't get to win one. That that's the part. That's the problem. It's that yeah, the organization wins it and the fan base wins it, but you're like that team didn't. Those well, guys did. Didn't. Of course, the, yeah, the team didn't. But game two, Adrian moment from MLB.com. Game four, 2011 ALDS. They were looking to clinch against the Rays. They were at the Trop, and he turned in one of the best single game postseason performances ever. Homered three times to account for the final three runs of a 4-3 win that sent the Rangers to the ALCS. Y'all were there, weren't you? At the Trop? Yeah, for Tam- didn't you guys go to Tampa for that series? We no. did not go to Tampa. No, for I that thought series. you had been. In the history of the show, we've traveled to Miami for the finals, Oklahoma City for a Mavs Thunder game, and no other that's, that's it. no other game I on the road. I can't think of anything else. Did we go to two Heat games or just We one? went to uh one. all of them, three of them. No, in Miami. Yeah, game one, two, and six. I don't think so. I, I did. We didn't go back to yes, Miami. We did, and then we had to stay there like three extra days because our flight got. We missed our. Remember, we had the. Uh, they had booked us flights for the game seven, so we had to stay three extra days. We went to Miami twice. Yeah, first time we got the uh, the nice car, the Cadillac, and then the second time we didn't. The Cadillac, Cadillac. Is that uh, Frank, uh the Costanza episode? That was funny. Um, anyway, he became just the seventh player to homer three times in a single playoff game, and now just one of 11 major leaguers to do so. That's what I think of. Whenever I think of Beltre, I think of that, that game. And, and number one, they're putting 3,000. That's what they're putting is the number one Adrian Beltre moment. I mean, it's hard to beat. I mean, it's your 3,000th hit. Uh, 
it, it's hard to beat that. It, I wouldn't put that one. I think, you know, they're putting this, you know, accomplishment. But when you are the fan, when you're the local fan of the player, you have different memories. Sure. Like the, those playoff moments, right? Those entertaining moments. Those, yeah. The, yeah, the moments with, the, with Elvis and the pot flies. That, him, those are the moments. that I Him dragging the on-deck circle yes. and getting ejected. That's the moment. That's the number one moment. Dragging the on-deck circle. Pepe, what are the Tolos saying? 903 agrees with you, Bobby, when he moved the on-deck circle and got ejected by, I believe it was Gary Davis during that Marlins game. 2-1 forces home runs on one knee, including the playoff, the World Series home run. 4-6-9, the Beltran Angers back and forth. All the head touching. Yeah. All the head touching that he absolutely despised and hated. And he could make it look like he was legit angry with someone, too, and it couldn't tell if he was like, how much he was playing. I think he was. How much he was getting around that he was legit angry. He was legit angry, yeah. All right, uh, some Mavs news for you. Uh, they are coming to WFAA. 13 of the Mavs' remaining games in the regular season will be broadcast on Channel 8. So about 7 million North Texans will be able to watch them play for free. And tonight, they're going to be on Channel 8, taking on the Phoenix Suns 730 at the AAC. So that's some Mavs news for you. And you have some Wrestling programming news. Oh, do I ever, Sean Sharif? Get a wrestling song. I want to see what you pick. I want you to go in the system, Pepe, and get a wrestling song and see what you come up with. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting, Peyton. WWE's Monday Night Raw. (laughs) Vince? Is moving from the USA Network, Bobby, to Netflix. 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 <laughs> Boy, if I was ever going to start a uh, like a subscription streaming service for the adult entertainment yes. industry, Netflix. I would call it Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> They're going to Netflix. Uh, the streaming service, they announced this Boy, this is yesterday. a nightmare for uh, purists of wrestling. I mean, they're already on Peacock. If, if any fan base is going to buy into this, it's the WWE one. Hagelin was talking about how he didn't have to worry about the Chiefs game because he already had Peacock. You, you got to have Peacock to get wrestling. You going to play a wrestling song? I know Troy has 5,000 of them left over. Okay. All right. Good job. This is not bad. That's I have good. no idea. Started, oh, wait, in, uh, started in January. Who oh, is it, Bobby? No, it's, I'm saying I recognize the song. I said I hadn't John heard Cena. it. Yeah. Uh, you can't say. Wow, that. Way, wow to, wait, 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 wait to name wait it when, you, when it's <laughs> looking at you on the computer screen in front of your face. John Cena intro music. So starting in January of 2025, Netflix will be the exclusive home of Monday Night Raw in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Latin America and other territories. It is going to be awesome if you are a WWE fan and you don't want to pay your you got to pay for USA or whatever. I think Spittle's having a Royal Rumble watch party this weekend. I wouldn't know. We're we're not on his group text for it. That's so. right. He's he's uh, getting his revenge on us. <laughs> now now isn't there speculation though? I saw something yesterday. Like there's speculation like Raw may be moving from Monday nights with this. Like there's, they they there, might there, be changing up nights. There's now. a possibility that Raw there was talk about Raw moving, but. This is a game changer because I think I think other leagues may see this and be like, hey, look, you know, how does wrestling deal with it? Will we move to Netflix? Right. You know, if you were Major League Baseball, if you're Major League Baseball, what would it take? Because they've already got stuff with Amazon Prime. And people think NFL is going to become pay-per-view. It very well could. Like, you know, if you're uh, NBA or whatever, would it not be better for you instead of having to worry about Diamond or Bally uh, to just move all your games that aren't on TNT and ESPN 
either you know move them to Netflix. Now you're a closet wrestling fan. How often do you sneak this in? What's Sarah say when you watching Bam Bam Bigelow off the top turnbuckle? I honestly I I never turn it on anymore. I hardly ever turn it on. Oh, you think she'd judge you? No, she wouldn't judge me. Um, but I just I just don't really ever. Turn it on. Monday night, I'm usually watching college basketball a lot on Monday night. Okay, we have some breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, out of the National Football League. It makes the Cowboys' loss sting even more. Uh, Joe Barry is out as Packers defensive coordinator. So the guy that that fan base wanted to run all year long, all year long, I've been hearing about Joe Barry, Joe Barry, Joe Barry. He puts it on the Dallas Cowboys to the tune of seven points allowed in the first half. Moves on against San Fran, and they're like, nah, you're still not good enough to be here. So the Cowboys lost, stinging even more by a defensive coordinator who was always going to get whacked. I mean, Dak did throw for 400 yards against him, so <laughs> offense was not the problem in this game. <laughs> Quarterback play was fantastic. Uh, so, I mean, now what I would say is I do wonder, like, would this be a name that would would potentially get kicked around if you did have a defensive coordinator opening? I, I'm not saying necessarily saying he'd be at the top, but I do think that it's somebody that might like get talked about. Why? You're saying it with a hint of oh, just because I mean, no, 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 it. just because Joe Barry, like I know the connections he has across the league. Like he he's one of these guys who he's a name that's easy to come up in any building. And that that's something that I could absolutely see as a possibility getting an interview. Todd Archer came on with us last week. He said he was writing the article. It is out. Get ready for the text machine to detonate. Oh is Dak Prescott Tony Romo? Nope. Have we officially reached that point? We're going to make Bobby cover that in below the belt after this. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. Mom, I'll see you soon. Is studio assault permissible? <laughs> Sean Sharif seems to think it is as he holds up that bulky ass marker once again, or Sharpie, to throw at my head. Let's talk about uh, the Dallas Cowboys, and more specifically about the quarterback of the Cowboys. And if Tony Romo and Dak Prescott are really just the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other, and saying, you, you, me, me, 
that's exactly what we're at now. Todd Archer had uh, told us that he was working on this article. It is it is interesting to look through the pull back the curtain on the process a little bit that Archer's basically written an article out that he's like, this may never see the light of day. I don't know. Depending on how things go in the playoffs, yeah. this will come out or, or it won't. It'll stay in the shadows for forever. Well, we know what happened against the Green Bay football Packers. And now the article has come out, which the headline reads, why Dak Prescott has become the Cowboys new Tony Roma. Not is Dak Prescott or how similar are they? Todd's saying he is. They're here. Todd writes, the career arcs of Dak Prescott and Tony Romo have become so similar, they have essentially become the same Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Each showed outstanding regular season success, but left lingering questions in the playoffs. They were teammates for one season, 2016. Calling them teammates is generous, given the way Romo treated Dak Prescott. Uh, wow. When the rookie Prescott took over after Romo suffered a preseason back injury. Prescott has held the job ever since. They share a beloved underdog narrative. Romo is the undrafted free agent. Prescott is a fourth-round pick. They were selected for multiple Pro Bowls. They set team records. They used the power of their position with America's team to become household names. But neither has done what Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman did by winning Super Bowls, which ties Prescott and Romo together even more. Romo's playoff record, 2-4. and four. Dak's playoff record, 2-5. and five. Mm. Romo had three chances to advance to the NFC Championship game and never got there. Prescott's chance at a fourth try was wiped out by the Packers after missed chances in 2016, 2018, and 2022. Mm. It's not fair to put it all on Dak or Tony, one former teammate of both said. Everyone needed to get it done. Although that is true, the Cowboys quarterback bears the brunt of the responsibility. So that's kind of the, the opening serve from Todd Archer there and and what is a really good article and I'll I'll put it up on the Facebook page for you guys to take a look at but it's not what you said in the break in general what no I said it's great it is a good article (laughs) this is voice crack no because I like I was Todd just know just know baby you are so full of s I did not say anything about it so no he's all butthurt Todd because you compared his boy to number nine and number nine I think it's an absolutely perfect comparison it's the same exact thing. Uh, fantastic regular season. Romo had the playoff choker moniker. Couldn't get it done. Will always come up short in the biggest moments. And now we have that right on Dak Prescott. I don't know how you could get more similar with this comparison. There's a uh, there's a lot of similarities. Um, there's similarities from, I mean, not necessarily from their actual play play, but for the results. Uh, however... And Bobby, you like? Uh, I, mean, I even think we've reached a point where the the play is similar in terms of style. Like Romo could run around a little bit more, but like Dak this year, a humongous difference was using his legs. They're both basically pocket passers that pick you apart. Yeah. I mean, no, no one's going to set up quarterback draws. They sure. can run on the move. I mean, it's kind of the same style now too. Romo was a lot of like, uh, yeah, avoiding sack scrambling. He didn't necessarily like get out there and run, design right. runs or anything. But he was more, much more the gunslinger. He had a lot more Favre in him than, than Dak does. I mean, that was his idol. His idol was Favre. Right. That's who he patterned his game after. But, I mean, if you were to go and look at, like, I mean, the first eight years of Romo, the first eight years of Dak. Dak each probably one, has him beat. Huh? Does Dak have him beat? Well, if you just use QBR, they were four and four. Romo oh. had, had four higher than Dak had four, and then Romo played one more year. And that was his best year with 79.2, uh, which would barely eclipse, eclipse Dak's best year, which was his rookie year 
at 77.6. Romo was pretty steady with his QBR. He was he had between a, he had a, 60 and 70 pretty much yep. his entire career. Uh, mostly, I mean, he was really between 60, yeah, uh, almost the entire time outside of maybe uh, two years where he was above that. He never dropped below 60.8. Um, Dax had a couple years below that, but he's also had more years in the 70s than Tony did. Tony had a higher floor. Like, Tony's floor was like, that was it. He was going to have the higher floor. It's it's the same thing that we looked at with Josh Allen, where it's like if you it's the same number. If you take between the two of them, their top seven QBR seasons, Dak has five of them. It's the same number, but it's just that his floor has also generally been lower. Dak's worse. Dak's had a couple seasons where he had entire seasons where he was below sixty. Romo never had that. Right and now, Todd is also pointing out a contract similarity that's on the horizon, especially after Michael Gelkin's note yesterday. Yeah, this was something that uh, he writes there. He says, the big question for the Cowboys regarding Prescott this offseason is not health, but contract. He enters the final year of his deal and will count $59.4 million against the 2024 salary cap. Dallas's options this offseason include the following. Extending Prescott's contract, which would make him the highest paid among the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL, but give them space to retain their own players or add free agents. Option two, simply playing out Prescott's final year, knowing they cannot use the franchise tag on him in 2025, which would make him an unrestricted free agent. And number three, adding more voidable years to his contract to make the 2024 cap number more palatable, while also knowing they will add more dead money against the cap in the future. In 2013, the Cowboys faced a similar contractual dilemma with Romo. They could not place the franchise tag on him due to contractual language, and he signed a six-year, $108 million extension through 2019 that included $40 million in guaranteed money. At the time of the signing, the $18 million annual average made Roma the sixth-highest-paid quarterback. Like Roma then, Prescott now holds the leverage in negotiations, although unlike 2013... No leapfrogging then, right? He just... His new deal put him at six, whereas nowadays... We are in that discussion, yeah. you leapfrog to one. Yeah, I mean, like, back then, like, they still... And a lot of... And I understand it. Like, there was... You were never going to get Tony to have a higher salary than like maybe you know Brady or Manny. Although I think he did have higher than Brady because Brady was uh, Brady sucked and he was a wuss. Sacri- and was, sacrificer. Yeah, yeah. Loser, Ultimate team loser. guy. He was a terrible union guy. <laughs> terrible union guy. Here, here is the here's the interesting note he puts in there. Like Roma, then Prescott now holds the leverage in negotiations. Although unlike 2013. The Cowboys have a young quarterback who intrigues them in 2021 number three overall pick Trey Lance, whom they acquired from the San Francisco 49ers early this season for a fourth round pick. Lance, 23, did not take a snap this season and has 102 career pass attempts. If I put out a poll question right now and I said, who do you want to start next season at quarterback, Trey Lance or Dak Prescott, what do you think the result would be? Choppy, you're really good at guessing this because you're looking at the fan text the most. What do you think? No, oh, I mean, look, at the end of the day, like, I, I think that you would still rather, I think most people would rather have Dak. There's there's an, un, there's the element of unknown is intriguing with Trey Lance. It's intriguing. But there's also, has he played enough games to know or, or are we still, are we not there yet? I'm know. not, I'm not there yet. But like, you know, it's, again, it, it is, it is hard to walk away from 12 wins. I get, it, I understand. Um, what would the result be? I, th- I still think Dak would win 65, 70%. I like Dak Prescott. 62-38 is what I was thinking. Dak wins. Okay. Which, by the way, yeah, you're talking about 102 career pass attempts at the NFL level, 318 in college. We're talking about over the entire college and professional career. Six seasons worth, Trey Lance has thrown fewer than 500 pass attempts. I bet Dak had probably more than that this year. Uh, he did. He was yeah. six-something. Uh, but this is something where... 
It does make you, and this is what we talked about at the time when they traded for Trey Lance. Trey Lance absolutely was a leverage piece. As silly as it sounded, and whether that's a real option or not, the Cowboys still acquired him to create some sort of leverage for themselves because they knew they had none. So they have set up a situation contractually where they could be one and done. They don't have to redo Dak to give him his extension right now. They could go into this year as a lame duck for Mike and Dak. If you want to say goodbye to probably four other veterans in the process, yeah. That's that's what you would have to weigh is that do we want do we want to retain Stefan Gilmore, Brandon Cooks, Demarcus Lawrence? Like, do we want to retain these guys bad enough that we're willing to ride that, you know, we're willing to make this adjustment on Dak's contract? Or do we say, let's ride it out. Let's risk pissing him off and having him then say, all right, I'm done with you guys. And you have to say goodbye to those veterans now. I think that they are very scarred in that building by what happened from 2000 to 2006. And I think that they I think they know if they were to just say, play it out, just go ahead and play it out, and and we won't have the ability to tag you at the end, I think they know they'd be playing a really dangerous game. They would be. They would be. But everybody talks about, like, trying something different. We always do. We try something different right here. How about you try something different? You haven't drafted a quarterback in the first round since the 80s. That's fine. How but, about you try something different? But when we're sitting here potentially covering, you, you have to be okay with Chop yourself, too. Like, just from the perspective, let's talk about professionally just sitting here in this studio. You have to be okay with potentially putting yourself in the purgatory of being the four and thirteen commanders every year for the next three years. Being the and four and thirteen commanders is a great thing because you get the second overall pick, and that gives you the H word, H O P E, hope, hope, hope. Now I, I'm not saying listen, I, I agree. I, I would say I, if there's anything that Commanders fans have had for a decade, yeah. it's been hope. It's they, been, they're, it's they're been so optimistic. Years. It's like yeah. look at all the options we have. How great is this not to have a quarterback? But I, but I, I agree. But I'm not even saying do it now. Like you could still draft a quarterback in the first round this year, like the Packers did. Yeah, sure. You could do that. You could draft a quarterback in the first round if you want. You're, I mean, you're gonna have to. You're not gonna get one of the top ones. Where? Well, if why can Green Bay do it and we can't? Because they they've got- shown us a proven model. They've been a contender. It's not like they've been a scrub. And this has been their formula and model, and it's worked for sure. Them. Aaron Rodgers was a guy who was thought to go in the top two. He had what is considered one of the more historic slides. So I mean, that was fortunate. That, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that was something like, ah, oh, this was our plan all along. Wait to 24 and grab him. Uh, and then Jordan Love, similarly, not slid that far but he slid further than he they had anticipated both times it was they took advantage of a slide yeah not but jordan loves was not to aaron right, Rodgers' degree but he like, was no dra- it was not yes he, he was drafted where uh what pick 24 or something okay like that. so, so the cowboys are 24 so let's just say so jordan love will be there let's say i'm just saying you <laughs> no, can't I know. you can be you can you can you can crap on all you want the I'm packers not. formula has worked out for them so like i know you're against it because it's your boy here playing quarterback but it's you know it's an in, it's an intriguing right. question. And let's say even you, though you'd have Trey Lance and a drafted quarterback. Let's say you Ed get uh, you get to let's say Jaden Daniels drops to the mid teens and you move up for him. Ugh. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just I know. Example, I, get you know it, what I, mean? I get it. I get it. Like or, or or Drake May starts a slide, or Michael Penix is available at 24 if you like him. I mean, there's options. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to go with them. You can do it next year. You do it now. I still think ultimately what they do is they get an extension done. Yeah, they, I, I I don't think that I don't think they have the nerve to stand in there and just stare it in the face and go, sure, let's yeah, do it. That's what's going to happen. That's what I'm signing up for as well. Give him his raise. Give him his extension. Because you do. I, and, I know and there's zero chance that Jerry Jones is going to screw around with that in his later years. Zero, zip, zero, nada. He's not playing around with that. It is Dak Prescott. Until the end of Dak's career, if Jerry is still around for it. That's what's happening. Because, Chop, I know you think, 
It's a one-off. This is career peak for Dak. He's never going to get any better. Sean, you're more of the opinion, I think, from what you said, is that you think that this has the potential at least to be more indicative of this is kind of who he is now, and you might be able to win with that. Well, here's my question for a future discussion that's, you know, has me thinking twice. This year that he put up, and it was Atola who sent me this. They said this year that he put up was actually the same as two years ago. It's almost identical. So why? Before the calf injury. I don't know. It's nothing to do with the calf injury. It has to do with the watered-down MVP race. So while I've been saying on the show, and the Tolo is right, the guy's going to finish second and third in MVP. Is that actually not as impressive as it sounds because we had a watered-down MVP year, and Dak had this year two years ago, and we weren't calling him the MVP? Like, this, you know what I mean? He didn't take an actual huge legitimate leap. It was the rest of the candidates came back down to earth, which is true. No, well, it's also like we are in a, this is, a lot of people do believe this is a more watered down quarterback era. Okay. Now it's deeper and you've got Mahomes, but we've lost, you know, in the last yeah. decade we lost, you know, a couple of guys. But this is the same season as 2021. No, no, no. no. I, I don't think in real, like, like it, if you just look at like, Line scores, maybe, but you, I mean, you remember, like the QBR, looking at what? If you just look at their line scores, like if yeah, you yeah, I'm look looking through, at completion percentage, I'm looking at yards, I'm looking at touchdowns, I'm looking at picks. QBR is 20 points different. The EPA per play is incredibly different. You also got to remember, he started off that year incredibly hot. Midway point of the season, people yeah. were talking about him yeah. as an MVP candidate, and then he went downhill. There was all the talk about the two high shell. It was a completely different player. I don't know. Discussion for a future date. 877-881-1053. Let's figure out who to draft. Mel Kuyper, who nailed the Tyler Smith pick, has his next and newest cowboy. And I think we're going to get into some positional uh, arguments here on the show because I'm ready to become a dinosaur again. Final hour, hump day edition. <laughs> hump day. After this. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.